Hey, this is Brent Jensen, and you're listening to No Sleep Till Sudbury, the show where we talk about the music that makes your skin vibrate. This show is brought to you by Pariah Pickups. What you want, what you need, what you love. Check them out at pariahpickups.com. The show is also brought to you by Fleming Properties. As the real estate market heats up again, you're going to want to call Steve Fleming. He's the only realtor I would ever use, and his home evaluations are on the house. FlemingProperties.com. And I am now available for music-based speaking engagements and MC gigs once again. So to book me for your event, go to brentjensenmusic.com or email info at brentjensenmusic.com for more information. All right, as a music fan growing up in small-town Northern Ontario in the 1980s, the Much Music Video Channel, which was Canada's version of MTV or VH1, was an opportunity for me to actually see my favorite music in motion. Yes, I had already had access to shows like Friday Night Videos, Good Rockin' Tonight with Terry David Mulligan, and a couple of others, but those were only video shows. In 1984, Much Music presented itself to me as an entire channel dedicated to playing music videos. There was just no contest. In addition to the nonstop videos, there were specialty programs on the channel, shows that focused on specific genres like Soul in the City, The Wedge, Rap City, Much Music Loud, and of course my beloved Power Hour, which was later whittled down to Power 30. There were shows like Electric Circus, Combat Day Clip, and year-end special Fromage with Christopher Ward featuring the year's cheesiest videos. There were panel discussion programs like Too Much for Much, game shows like Test Pattern, and the live special Intimate and Interactive, which featured artists playing live in the Much Music environment, which was the Chum City Building at 299 Queen Street West on the corner of Queen and John, downtown Toronto. And long before TikTok, YouTube, and Instagram, built into that corner of the building was a video kiosk that fans could access and record themselves saying whatever they wanted. The original intention was for the videos to serve as kind of a letters to the editor, but because the idea became a sensation and so much content was being created, the Speaker's Corner weekly series was established. It was here that the Bare Naked Ladies got their start, recording an early version of Be My Yoko Ono in that very kiosk, which led to a record deal. The Much Music Video Jockeys, or VJs, were an integral part of the Much Music experience for 16-year-old me. Now, earlier I said that the Much Music Video channel was Canada's version of MTV or VH1. These people made it more than just that. So J.D. Roberts, Christopher Ward, Eric M. were some of the early faces of the Much Music brand, whom I watched for hours and days and weeks and months on end. When I finally moved to Toronto in 1995 and peered through the Queen Street windows the same way that I'd seen all those kids do it on my TV as a teen, it was a surreal experience. And years after that, even more surreal to host Erica and fellow VJs Bill Wolitschka and Christopher Ward on this very program. In what seemed like an inevitability, a documentary celebrating the much music phenomenon was recently created by producer and director Sean Menard. And when I was invited to attend the film's premiere screening at the Roy Thompson Hall in Toronto and chat with some of the VJs and figures that were central to much music success, I was not going to miss that. 
The event drew a really large turnout, and most of the popular faces from back in the day were on the red carpet. Now, I have to admit that 16-year-old me was pretty stoked to see some of these people in person. And I ended up having some really great chats with a lot of them before the documentary started. The clips are a little bit noisy, and I apologize for that in advance, but everybody can be heard pretty clearly. My question to each of them, of course, was, what's a song that makes your skin vibrate? The answers ranged from hilarious to sentimental. Some were brief, some were more detailed. Now, the first chat that I had was with my old pal, Billy Wolitschka. We've interviewed each other a couple times over the years recently. He hosts Global Television's morning show out in Kingston now, and he had me on to promote this podcast and my last book, All My Favorite People Are Broken. He's always been a down-to-earth guy, and you know that night he greeted me with this huge hug. It was so great to see him again. His new book is called A Happy Has Been, and it had just come out, and we chatted briefly about that off mic before we got started. But here he is on mic, Bill Wolitschka. Bill, well, that's good. Good to see you, man. How are you? Good to see you again. Thanks for coming. Oh, you're welcome. Th- this is all for me. This is my party. No, it's all for you. You're the headliner tonight. Excuse me. You- Bill, give me, you know the drill of this show. The music that makes your skin vibrate. Give me one song that makes your skin vibrate. Uh, live lightning crashes, certainly. Love yeah. it. Love it. All right. How do you feel? You excited? I feel great. I, feel great. Um, this is, I had no idea there would be this many people here, and the fascination with much music and what we did um, never ceases to amaze me. And, and I think it's because it doesn't matter. Um, nothing can recreate those days. Nothing. And it was special, and I think you need to be separated from a, a certain time and distance away from it, like anything else, to regard it as something very beautiful and very special. And that's what this night is about. Congratulations, my friends. Good to see you. Good to see you. Have a great night. Take care. Talk to you soon. All right. Next was Ed the Sock, and I had to talk to him. I knew he'd have a couple of really good one-liners, but I was actually impressed at how quick he was with the jokes on the spot. Really cool chat. Ed, how are you? Brent Johnson, No Sleep Till Sudbury podcast. No Sleep Till Sudbury? Yeah, when you get to Sudbury, there's nothing to do but sleep. That's right. Yeah, I got one question for you. One question. Good. That's all I'm giving you. The tagline of my podcast is music that makes your skin vibrate. Give me one song that makes your skin vibrate, Ed. Well, you turn the volume up loud enough, any song will make your skin vibrate for crying out loud. Uh, Anything by Rush. Good man. I like it. All right. Have a great night. Have a great night. Steve Anthony turned out to be a man of very few words, but it was interesting that his song choice tied in with a part of much music's history, something I'd mentioned earlier. Steve Anthony, how are you? Brent Jensen from No Sleep Till Sudbury Podcast. Yes. Tagline of the show, the music that makes your skin vibrate. Give me one song that makes your skin vibrate. Um, Yoko Ono. Yoko Ono, very naked ladies, you like it? All right, man, have a great night. Thank you. As I'd mentioned earlier, the Bare Naked Ladies got signed partly because of their Speaker's Corner rendition of Be My Yoko Ono. Now, this next one's pretty interesting. Andy Kim, composer of super mega hit Sugar Sugar, has certainly never been a much music VJ, but he wandered by, and I engaged him. I was a little bit worried about the outcome during the first few seconds of the chat, and you'll see why when you hear it, but he ended up giving me a fantastic answer, probably the best answer of the night. I'd love that guy. Check this out. Brent Jensen from No Sleep Till Sudbury Podcast. I'm sorry? Brent Jensen from No Sleep Till Sudbury Podcast. What does that mean? It means we talk about the music that makes your skin vibrate. The songs that you love that have an emotional impact on you. 
What's uh, what's a song that Andy Kim loves for that reason? You know what? I, I think I think Nirvana has to be my baby. Oh, yes. That's a great thing. Only because um, I heard it on my brother's transistor radio. Yeah. I think I was. I forget. I don't know if I was 10, 11, 12, 13. And it was WABC in New York that I got that night. And that explosion of sound, kinda, I didn't understand what it was. I, you know, it's funny. You hear big band and you hear uh, you know, all the things that are going on. And you kind of, you kind of get it. But, but something happened on that transistor radio that started me dreaming about something I didn't understand. And here I am, many years later, yeah. part of that dream, you know? That's fantastic. Congratulations. Thank you. That's a great answer. That's the best answer of the night. Well, I, <laughs> it's the only answer I have because it's the truth, you know? Thank you for your time, man. Thank you, sir. I appreciate it. Congratulations. Thank you. Much Music host turned executive and Order of Canada recipient Denise Donlan came by next. And she was absolutely lovely. Her husband, Murray McLaughlin, has been on the show twice, and he's a fantastic chap, too. Denise's skin vibration song is perfect. Here she is. Denise, 30 Hi. seconds. Yes. I'm Brent Jensen from No Sleep Till Subbury. Hi there. Hi. Murray's been on the show twice, actually. <laughs> Excellent. You did a great job. Yeah. So, uh, one question for you. The tagline of the show is the music that makes your skin vibrate. What's the song that makes Denise Donlin's skin vibrate? Skin vibrate. God, there's so many. And then I'm like, oh, I can't pick my favorite children. And makes my skin vibrate. I have to say Bob Cage in my tragedy. Yeah, because I, it puts me right there, right? Very good. Yeah. Congratulations. Thank you. Have a great night. I haven't seen it yet. Uh-oh. <laughs> All right, two more. Sukin Lee strolled by next, and she was equally fantastic. She's great. Her initial answer actually made me laugh out loud. I loved it. The tagline of the show is the music that makes your skin vibrate. Makes your skin vibrate. Okay. What is a song that makes Sukin Lee's skin vibrate? Gosh. Well, I did do like uh, literally, I did like a vocal improv with a vibrator <laughs> that all was on my. That I it was like a 1907 first gen sex toy that I that I found at a flea market and uh, I put it against my throat and it really, oh, so it literally vibrated my body. But in terms of like music that I really love. Um, I I I, uh, I love uh, Nico's album Chelsea Girls. Really, really gets me going. I, I love that very much. I just listened to that the other day. Love it. Yeah. Okay. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Congratulations. Have a great night. Uh, Rick Campanelli. He was so gracious with his time that he was actually getting in trouble with the organizers for potentially holding up the screening of the film because he stayed back to take the time to talk to like every single person. He was super friendly, and after this, and right before Christmas, he and I talked about him coming on and doing his own episode of No Sleep Till Sudbury. But as you can understand, he's super busy. We're still trying to work it out. We will make it happen. Here he is from the red carpet. I'm Brent Jensen from No Sleep Till Sudbury podcast. Podcast focuses on songs that make your skin vibrate, the songs that you have an emotional attachment to for whatever reason. What is one of yours? Wow. 
I was just listening to it today. I don't know if you remember it. Tangerine, Led Zeppelin. Yeah, of course. Oh, yeah. It's more our era. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I've got hundreds. Yeah. But okay. I don't have time to give you all of those, but Tangerine, Led Zeppelin. Oh, I'm going to reach out to you and come on the show. I would love that. I would love that. And, and i got a long list of others. That Thank you very much, man. Enjoy the film. Okay, thank you very much. Congrats. So after Rick was finally corralled by the handlers and all the red carpet activity had finally wrapped up, everyone was ushered inside the theater for the screening of the premiere. Sean Menard, who apparently was born the same year Much Music was established, told the story of this scrappy little television upstart exclusively through a carefully curated compilation of the thousands of hours of footage from tapes he had sifted through deep within the bowels of the Bell Media archives, with the loose narrative overlay provided by the VJs of the time. A ragtag collection of characters with no prior television experience, no direction, no scripting, all going live to air across the country by the seat of their pants. The feel of this documentary lines up perfectly with the aesthetic of what I remember much music being which was unpredictable, gritty, and spontaneous. You know, you never knew what you were going to see. The archival material was presented as is. It was weathered and untreated and reminiscent of another time. Big nostalgia buzz for much music heads like me with plenty of applause and laugh-out-loud moments and clips that I actually recall seeing as a teenager when they originally aired. But to Menard's credit, it wasn't all just sunshine and rainbows. Those moments were balanced with observations of behind-the-scenes activity that was causing significant disruption at 299 Queen West. Closed-door creative decisions that resulted in drastic and sometimes unexpected changes were called out throughout the film, especially the ones that occurred in Much Music's later years. George Strombolopoulos pulls no punches when he explains his reasons for leaving in the dock, And it was refreshing to see that kind of candor. Much Music's choice to switch from music videos to reality television shows in a style-over-substance makeover would forever change the whole ethos of the channel. And I like that it definitely was not just conveniently swept under the carpet by Menard. These were interesting moments to take in as a viewer, particularly in the company of 2,500 other people who were likely as invested in Much Music as I was. Before the film began, I was just hoping that this project would be able to definitively crystallize the cultural significance of much music for people who may not have been into it as much as I was. And I feel like it did that. And I was glad about that all these years later. All right, this has been No Sleep Till Sudbury with Brent Jensen with all of my much music friends. Till next time, folks. Take good care. Brent Jensen is the best-selling author of No Sleep Till Sudbury, Leftover People, and All My Favorite People Are Broken. All titles available in stores and on Amazon Worldwide.